You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Joe Beacom, Chief Safety and Operations Officer for Landstar. Shipping specialized freight requires that carriers have the capability and experience to deal with over-dimensional items, from mobile homes to heavy-duty construction machinery. But what should your company look for when evaluating the experience level of these specialized carriers? Joe Beacom of Landstar joins us to share some of his insights on what shippers need to know to ensure that their heavy haul has safe travels. Joining me today is Chief Safety and Operations Officer for Landstar, Joe Beacom. Joe, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast. Glad to be a participant, Jeff. Joe, I want to welcome you to the show and uh, get a quick introduction to your background in the industry. How did you get started in the industry and uh, what led you to Landstar and what are you doing there today? Well, I started uh, right out of college. I was an Iowa State University grad in 1987 and I started uh, with a an LTL company called Carolina Freight right out of college uh, in January of 88. And I worked there for several years uh, up in the Illinois area and was introduced to the Landstar Inway subsidiary that's up in Rockford, Illinois. And I changed from Carolina Freight to Landstar in 1993. And I have uh, been there ever since, uh, just celebrated my 25-year anniversary. And um, I did a, a variety of things uh, in the first several years up in Rockford, uh, operationally, safety-related uh, items, trailer management, heavy haul, so forth. And then in 2000, uh, the company started to consolidate some of the functionality in certain areas, uh, and that brought me from Rockford, Illinois, down to Jacksonville, uh, where we've consolidated some of our safety, compliance, capacity development uh, activities, operational functions down here in Jacksonville, and that's uh, what I'm doing today. Great. Now, as Chief Safety and Operations Officer, you have to deal with uh, a bunch of things for the uh, on the freight side of things. One of the things that we're going to talk about today is specialized freight. Uh, what exactly is specialized freight? Specialized freight, I think, uh, for most people in the business would be some something that's uh, overweight, over height, over length, or any combination uh, of those things, um, not your typical uh, van load or container load that you might see very frequently up and down the highways, but something that's overdimensional requires some special qualifications or um, skill sets. Oh, so what would be some of those examples? Are we talking things like um, uh, mobile homes or things like that? Yeah, mobile homes could be. Uh, for, for a lot of uh, the industry participants, it's machinery, big construction equipment, excavators, mining equipment. Uh, you also have some of the wind towers, as there's been more wind energy farms put up around the country. Uh, those blades and towers are clearly um, heavy specialized, requiring special skills and trailers. And then more recently, uh, the data storage uh, side of the business has uh, increased. Uh, the big data centers and data handlers for the uh, server farms, uh, that's uh, begun to be a big uh, part of the industry as well. So uh, a few different pieces to it. And then there's other oddball things that come up from time to time uh, as well. But those are some of the larger segments that we participate in today. Gotcha. Okay. Now, specialized owner operators or specialized carriers, how do you define those guys? Well, I think it really it comes down to two primary things. Uh, one is the capability and the other is the experience. So in the, in, when I say capability, it's both the capability uh, of their equipment, 
typically for a lot of overweight items, you might not have your typical three-axle tractor. You have a four-axle tractor. And the trailers and the configurations of the trailers uh, can be uh, quite elaborate uh, and, and difficult to operate if you don't know what you're doing. There's drive-on, uh, there's lift-on, there's stretch trailers, there's schnabel trailers uh, for the wind farm business, there's frame trailers, uh, perimeter trailers for a lot of that data storage industry. So there's all sorts of different kinds of trailers that make up your capability. And then from an experience standpoint, uh, that is just based upon the commodity, uh, then the height and the trailer type and the weight and the experience of the operator doing all of those things and having access to, so the access to the capability, which is the trailer, and then ac access to the experience, which is the, the uh, driver. All right. Now, when we're talking about that experience, what should shippers look for when they decide to go with a specialized owner-operator or carrier? Uh, I think, it, to me, it, it would come down to an examination of their of the people that you're dealing with and, and the fact that they have a process to demonstrate that they've done it before. Uh, and then if they've got some sort of a performance standard or metric or proof of having done it before. So, for me, people, process, and performance would be pretty critical. People who, like I said, done it before, there's no good substitute for experience when it comes to doing this kind of business. And then a process for evaluating the task and preparing accordingly. There is oftentimes a lot of advanced preparation for moving some of these specialized loads, whether it's route surveys or permits that you have to order, uh, getting the right skilled operator behind the wheel, uh, and then again, the right uh, trailer equipment and then uh, securement uh, equipment for the shipment. So uh, there's a quite a bit of advanced work that can be done. The more elaborate the load, the more prep work that's typically required. And then on a performance standpoint, I think to the extent that you can evaluate the carrier that you're you know, contemplating, have they done it before? Have they been recognized in the industry for having done this kind of work before? Do they have can they demonstrate, uh, you know, maybe similar loads they've handled or their equipment uh, list and those kind of things? I think those are good indicators that you're dealing with somebody uh, who's performed in the past uh, and is currently doing the work uh, adequately today. All right. Now, I can probably drive a truck, uh, but I, I definitely wouldn't be trusted with handling anything oversized. But how does an owner-operator uh, get qualified to deliver that over-dimensional freight? Yeah, it's really, I think every carrier probably does their own version of a qualification process. Uh, and But there, like I said before, there really, there is no substitute for just having done it before. And so that is how we, and I suspect most of the industry does it, when we're looking at uh, potential um, operators in our heavy haul division, we're looking to see whether they've done this kind of thing before, perhaps at other companies, perhaps out on their own authority, and now they've come to Landstar and they want to do the same thing. Uh, and those reference checks, if you will, uh, often uh, prove very helpful. And then alternatively, we've got a program where if you're coming in and hauling legal loads on a flatbed or a step deck trailer, and you want to start to move into some of the more specialized shipments, and trailers uh, that you know we've got an internal process where you can graduate into the more complex trailer combinations the low boys and the double drops and the flatbed stretches and so forth uh, on a gradual basis where we can evaluate your performance 
So that is something that I think just based on the size of the company and the number of trailers that we have access to, we've got a pretty good opportunity to help somebody uh, progress through the skills that it's necessary to become, you know, eligible to haul some of the bigger, wider, uglier type stuff. Okay. It's interesting uh, that you said uh, a lot of it is just kind of on the job training. So is there no standard specific training or certification for uh, being able to handle that oversized freight? Yeah, that's true. There, there really isn't a lot of regulatory requirements uh, as to the skill of the operator. There, there's what they call LCV training that's regulatorily required for certain shipments, and that stands for long combination vehicle training. And so if you have a long trailer that actually has a, uh, it's, they call it an articulated trailer, where it actually has a steering mechanism in the middle of the trailer, it's that long. So in order to round corners, you have to have another person steering the trailer. So there's a, there's a regulatory requirement to provide certain training for that. And the trainer requirements for that are very steep. Uh, somebody who's actually done it before, so you're not you're not going to a school for that per se. Uh, we've got an LCV trainer here at Landstar, but it's somebody who's actually been out there doing it themselves. They're a qualified operator for us, and uh, and he helps us train somebody else who might be going down that same path. Uh, so that's kind of how we've chosen to do it. Um, but to your earlier question, there really isn't a minimum standard for the industry that's prescribed by the Department of Transportation or FMCSA or anybody else uh, to this point. Okay. All right. Now, beyond hauling that specialized freight, uh, what other services should uh, specialized carriers be able to offer? Well, I think you know your typical customer uh, doesn't have a lot of experience doing some of the things that go beyond just uh, driving, right? So there's a lot of what we call value-added elements that customers expect and find additive, such as route surveys, right? So when you, you're given the task to move this shipment from A to B, the customer really has no means to know how to tell you to get there. So you perform route surveys to make sure that you pick the route that's most compatible with the product that you've got on, right? So most states, you're, you're permitted for a certain height, and if you're over height, they have certain routes that you want to, that you need to travel, and each of those routes are term, determined by individual states, and believe it or not, uh, state A and state B don't always have you on the same road, so you've got to have some skilled people understanding the permits uh, and the routes and doing the route surveys, having a, um, a high-quality network of escorts. If you're, you've seen them over the road where you have escorts that are, have their height poles out or they're, they're um, notifying the motoring public of a high, wide, or heavy load that's coming down the road, having a, a high-quality network of escorts who are experienced and insured, I think that is uh, definitely something that you'd want to look for in a specialized carrier. Uh, very important. And then if you look, think about some of these shipments from more of a project management perspective, you really want to have you really want to have somebody who can be the overseer of these individual shipment um, uh, shipments and the subject matter experts that are involved there. Whether it's the permitting, or the routing, or the the loading and unloading and the securement of some of these things based on how they are shaped and whether they have um, predetermined securement points or not can get pretty complex. Based on the weight, you can be, uh, there are weight restrictions and how it's placed on a trailer so you're not overweight on a particular axle. 
uh, or not over gross weight. Uh, all those things are really based on just a lot of experience and people involved who know what they're doing so that you don't find yourself halfway from origin to destination and you're on the side of the road because you, you're not doing it properly, right? Uh, so those are, those are, I think, some of the things that shippers would want to look for and should certainly expect from a company that they're looking to move their specialized shipments with. Where can our audience go to learn more about Landstar's capabilities, uh, especially with specialized freight? I think the, the best place for them to go, at least to, to get started, is our, land, our website, uh, www.landstar.com, and then hit the services tab, and it's pretty easy to navigate right into our specialized hauling area. And there, you know, they can see a list of our trailer types and get a sense of our experience here. Uh, we've been recognized in the last year by a couple of large industry uh, players, the American Cranes and Transport Top 50, as well as the International Cranes and Specialized Transport Magazine. So uh, I think, and that's kind of back to your earlier question, Jeff, about, you know, customers looking at carriers, and I said something about proving performance. I think if you can find people that have been recognized by impartial industry uh, players, I think that's a, a good thing for customers to think about when they're when they're looking to move something that's difficult to replace. And that's what I think you have a lot of times with specialized products is that they're not there there aren't a hundred of them, and these are the first ten. There's usually just one or two, and this is it. So uh, you don't want to make a mistake because starting over from scratch can be a multi-month, multi-year-long process. Right. Fantastic info. Uh, first. Uh, congratulations on 25 years. And second, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Jeff. Have a great day. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.